Your mic sounds nice. Check. Two. All right. Give me a little bit more. One, two, three, four. All right. You just got to project. One. One. Two. Two. There you go. All right. <laughs> All topics, comments, and opinions in this podcast are for educational and informational purposes. Good afternoon, and welcome to this week's episode of Fem Finance. I'm your host, Shirley Singleton, and I'm with... Anita Michelle. All right, Anita Michelle. So, what are we going to... We're going to... Today, we're going to be talking about stock market essentials yes so we aim to demystify your selection of stocks Ooh, spooky well there is kind of mysticism in the stock market and it, trading but i'll leave that alone that's right this is october so <laughs> <laughs> right so we just want to talk about some of the heavy hitting points of those essentials We've already covered a lot of the essentials in our previous videos, but we wanted to make sure that we covered all of the foundational bases um, to those essentials. Where should we begin, even? Um, so you have the money, you have an interest, and you've opened up some type of trading platform, and you are interested in buying stocks. So we have different um, kind of stocks that I think that we could go into, like common stocks, blue chip stocks. Um, I feel like we've covered those. Yeah, there's also preferred stock. Yes, preferred stock. Um, bonds. Yeah. You know, you can buy those. ETFs. ETFs. How about basic material stocks? Ah. Now, that was cool because it's basically like commodities. Right? So when you say basic material stocks, so tell us a little bit more about that. So those would be like your mining stocks. Okay. You know, all of your commodities, your corn and, you know, different things like that. Meat, right. grains, you know, the essentials. They're not going away. So Pork. they're basic. Right. <laughs> like a lot of people. <laughs> people who have an interest in trading stocks as well. You know, is it true that just because you buy a stock that you should only purchase that brand to support the stock? What's your take on that, Shirley? Is that a basic mentality? I think <laughs> that it is a strategy and that, I mean, well, I don't practice that strategy myself. You don't have to, right? Right, no, okay, but, I'm just you checking know. for a friend. Right. <laughs> Um, so what about domestic versus foreign stocks? So typically most of my stocks are U.S. based. However, you know, there are, uh, some companies that are foreign based that I like, like Ericsson, mm. which is actually a Swedish British. company, yes. but they are traded on the U.S. exchanges like the NASDAQ. So I typically use, I 
typically, you know, by, by those types of stocks. But then I also branch out sometimes mm-hmm. into what ADRs. Yeah, like ADRs. ADRs. Yeah. So the, and, you know, there's a large percentage of those on the market, uh, especially Japanese ones like you mentioned. Uh, those type of stocks represent about a quarter of the global market capitalization outside of the United States trading, which is fascinating. Truly. Right. For me, at least. <laughs> um, what about core and blend stocks? I think they're good investments, but can you tell us a little bit about, more about the definition of what is core versus blend? Not really. Okay. All right. <laughs> Cut. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, well, your blend stocks would be a stock that you can purchase as a whole purchase, but it has little tiny pieces of little companies inside of it, kind of like a mutual fund concept. Okay. Versus a straight just, this is the core stock, it's Walmart, that's what it is. Sort of like an ETF. Right. Okay. Essentially. Um, growth stocks we've already covered before in other videos, large versus small cap stocks we've already covered. We've already covered mutual funding. Um, so if you want to know more about those topics, you should watch our other videos. That's right. All of them. <laughs> I'll put a link in the description below. <laughs> Thanks, Shirley. You're really good at that. Thank you. I'm going to tell you. We've already talked about how to place an order, you know, in other stocks as well. Again, basic. But also placing orders, that also goes into the exchange that you're trading on. Mm-hmm. So that's more customized towards that exchange. So you should really look at maybe YouTube videos specifically about the exchange that you're using. So, yeah, that's more of a case-by-case basis, and we're really not here to push, you know, any one exchange, you know, which we've covered before. We just want to help you invest and know the basics. And then we learn along the way, too, because we're always learning. Now, surely the market sucks right now, right? Yes, it does, but there's always an opportunity to make money. Okay, so when you make any type of investment, we've already made it very clear that you could lose everything. Yes. Okay, I don't care what what tiny fraction of a share or how many large, expensive shares that you have purchased. When the market tanks, you could lose money because the market is down. But That's what we call that. But can we have opportunity when the market is down? Most definitely. I think that the greatest opportunity happens when the market is down because there's the most potential for growth. Correct. Exactly. So you want to maximize those risks in the market. You know, buy it when it's down, hold on. You know it's going to come back up. Just have patience, and then you will reap the benefits of your patience. Correct. Just you have to do your due diligence to find out whether or not the stock that you're looking at, you know, meets your requirements that we spoke about in how to, in selecting stocks. Mm-hmm. Correct. And also, um, just because the overall market is down right now, there are other ways that you need to track those individual stocks. In a healthy market or an unhealthy market right now, you need to look more specifically at the individual company. So the market could be doing just fine, Let's say it recovers quickly, which we hope that it does. But then something goes on with the company. 
which we've already covered in previous videos. So, watch for that. No matter what exchange that you're using, track the actual performance of the company over time and have patience. Yep. Patience is a virtue, especially with trading. You know, don't get all in a panic and get flustered just because the market is down. You know, we want to look at two basic um, ideas of the market. So two different opposing camps. So you've got the bear market camp and you've got the bull market camp, which we've also already talked about in previous videos. But could you help us summarize those two concepts that oppose, Shirley? Most definitely. Because I find myself bullish. Even though we're in a bearish market right now because it's down. Right. Right. So with a bear market, typically, you know, the, the prices are in across sectors are down. Right. And but there like you said, there there that, that creates a buying opportunity. Mm-hmm. So if you do your due diligence, like I said, you know, and and, and, and you do your research, now is the time to, to look for those gems that are on discount. Yeah. But like the bullish, well, the, the bullish mindset is, you know, well, the bullish market is a market that's moving. It's, it's trending up. A bearish market is trending down. So you want to look for indicators for a bearish market moving into a bullish market, which is where some people might want to, if you're doing different types of trading, like a swing trade or something like that, look for entry points when when it when the market makes those moves. Mm-hmm. And bullish markets, they typically um, have they 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 go in waves, just like well the market moves in waves in general, whether it's going up or down. So that's something to consider because just because uh, like we're in the bull, we're in a bearish market now where the market where it's it's trending downward there will be points where it will spike up. So yes. just like when you're when we enter into a bullish market there will be points when the market goes dips down and uh, kind of does like a retrace. That's that's the way markets work. And those are uh, buying opportunities um, in a bullish market. Once it takes off, it'll hit a peak, and then it'll drop back down, and then that's a buying opportunity there. So you're tracking this very carefully with all of your fancy charting techniques. Most definitely. You know, and you can see the peaks and, and the valleys, you know, and the dips and, you know, opportunities. Yep. Yes. We'll let you have that expertise. In my technical analysis. Yes. I'll just use my spidey senses and just, you know, continue to be bullish in my mindset. Because we're talking about people's mindsets. Because if you look at different stock reviews, you will see in two opposing camps. You know, here's the bearish review. Here's the bullish review. And the different perspective you can uh, have your own takeaway no matter what the overall market how it's performing if it's up or down. True. And also, like if you use technical analysis, mm-hmm. you can also look at it at opposing from opposing viewpoints. Like what indicators are telling me that it will continue to be bearish or what 
uh, indicators will indicate that it's moving to bullish. So, and you can weight those accordingly. Absolutely. I love it. Um, when it's, when the stock is doing really well, you may see a split stock. So if that company is doing very well, no matter what the market is, right? Yes. How might that look? Uh, it's like, uh, I believe Tesla just had a stock split. Yes, they did. Where, you know, they, the, the, the price was at, I believe over a thousand dollars and that split. And so then therefore the price of the stock went down. Yes. Fascinating. Um, depending upon where you are at that end of the split. Right. And you also <laughs> receive more of that stock during a stock split because during a stock split, say if you hold like, you know, if they're going to split it like two to one and you hold like 40 shares and they do the split, then you'll receive, uh, you know, another 40, you know, so then you'll have like 80. And then you benefit and you're feeling all good. Right. Nah, instant money, extra money. Could work in the reverse, though. It could. You know, reverse split. Reverse, reverse. Well, that's a buyback. It is a buyback. Yeah. Uh, you know, you were leading exactly into the next topic. Uh, sometimes we do read each other's minds. All right, so a buyback. Mysticism. Yeah. Yes. We're all about that life. Tell us more about the buyback. So a buyback is when a company buys back shares that have been uh, held in the public so that they can drive their stock price up. Yes. Like a little, you know, bait and switch. Like, here you go. Okay, it's doing so well, but we're going to pay you. It's doing too well. We don't want you to have it do too well. <laughs> we want us overall to have it do better. Right. Is kind of how I look at it. There are a lot of stocks, surely. Um, I don't know the exact number of stocks, uh, but we need to be able to look at those stock fund categories so that we may make our stock selections because it can be very overwhelming if we just had to scroll through a 16,000-plus stock list when we go to make our purchases, right? Most definitely. Okay, so how do they organize those basic stocks and classify into basic categories? You can do it a lot of different ways. You could do it in sectors or, uh, yeah. yeah, I'd start with sectors. Sectors, which we've covered on other videos. Um, so to sort those stocks into sectors, we can look at um, the major platform that we all think of as the Morningstar right? Yeah. All right. So you yeah. can look at that report on a daily basis and it is real time. It is what's going on every stock as if they're organized in their sectors, right? Yes. Okay. So we have domestic stock funds within Morningstar. Um, we have stock sector funds like you mentioned. Right. Those would be technology, healthcare, financial utilities, natural resources, communications, and real estate. Um, we've already talked about those domestic stock funds before when we really broke down the large growth, the mid cap, you know, uh, those type of things. Right. Yeah. Funds are a great way to invest across multiple com uh, companies at once. Uh, the, the only thing that you need to look out with funds is, is fees. Well, one of the things that you need to look out with funds is fees. For sure. Absolutely. And they'll get you on the back end somehow. You gotta watch for those details. 
it's all in the details, you know. Yes, it is. International stock funds, also we have a category, you have world stock, foreign large growth, value, foreign small or mid-growth kind of categories, European stocks, we already talked about the Japanese stocks, diversified Asia, Pacific um, Island, except for Japan, they're on their own. Mm, I like it. Um, Latin America stocks, that's a big category. Yes. Uh, that we don't really think of so much here in USA. Uh, diversified emerging markets, and then gold, metals. We like that one. We're, we're familiar with, you know, the different metals. Right. Taxable bond funds, we have a large category there. So many, so many bonds, I really don't want to go over the exhaustive bond list, but government, short-term, long-term, those type of bonds. Municipal bond funding, um, and those would be through different state funds that I found. As well, yeah. As well, yeah. Now, so most people are familiar with <clears throat> the Morningstar. So what about Lipper, L-I-P-P-E-R? What about Lipper? What about Lipper? So it's like Morningstar, but they break down their categories a little bit differently. Their core investments and they refer to international stocks versus foreign stocks. So there's some different wording, you know, but the sectors are pretty much the same. They're major fund trackers. So you've got Morningstar and you've got Lipper. Those are your, your major fund trackers. There are others, but those are the majors. Yeah. I think we got it, Shirley. I think we better understand the basic stock essentials. I believe so. Yes. And thank you for joining us today. We hope you have a great one. Think pink. That's right. And make sure that you subscribe. And hit the notification bell. Thank you. And drop some comments. Get some conversation going. And make sure you like this video. Yes, please. And forward. Spread the word. We enjoy doing this. And we know you do, too. Don't keep us a secret. Bye. Bye.